0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is you better you bet it is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley, and it is you here with us. On the Becky Network. Ah. Uh, Great to be on Stadium for another hour on this Phenomenal Football Friday. For everyone watching us on Stadium, we appreciate you. Um, All our NFL picks for the weekend start 40 minutes from now in the Big Ass Power Hour. Can't wait to do that. We'll hit every single game, Week 5 NFL Sunday, side in total. That's coming up in 40 minutes. 20 minutes from now, we will... uh, That was Board the locomotive. That was a little little better, right? Slightly better?
0: Yeah. You kind of want to do like meh meh, but you want to do it high pitched like
1: meh meh. What about like? Meh, meh.
0: That's like a it's a very masculine train. I think maybe that's yeah, what this well, is. Well, from
1: a from a very right. from a very masculine guy. Not not mm. not really. Uh, but we'll board mm. the locomotive in 20 minutes. Ken's entire college football card is on the way. But joining us right now to kick off our number three of this phenomenal football Friday is our BetQL Network teammate, the great Ryan Horvat. You watch Ryan and listen to Ryan every single night after us here on You Better You Bet. Bet MGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern here on the BetQL Network, along with Trista and Nick. And on Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern, Ryan gets you set to bet and win on college football Saturdays, it's the BetQL tailgate kickoff. So that will be tomorrow morning, that's Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time and all the same places that you find us during the week and every single college football Saturday morning, the BetQL tailgate kickoff hosted by our friend Ryan Horvath. Horvey, welcome back to You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken. How's it going?
2: Going great, guys. Congrats on the stadium deal here uh, because I'm a huge stadium guy. Week one, last college football season, stadium actually saved my life. I bet Hawaii. And uh, they carried the game. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to stadium. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that I even got to work an hour early.
0: <laughs> well, well, thank you for coming to work an hour. Stadium definitely your home for like the midnight Hawaii game. Like the thing, the thing you need to chase whatever happened during the rest of Saturday. Like they got they got you covered on that one. And like God bless them because like how how the hell is you he gonna watch the game like Chinese bootleg feed or something? So uh, in terms of the games exactly. that'll that'll definitely be on television, Ryan Saturday. Nope. No bigger than Oklahoma, Texas. Probably line movement in this game. Really funny. First time in a while, four and a half a half's now back on the board. So Oklahoma money on Friday, just kind of rolling in a little bit here. We were out like near seven. Now we're back down. So we'll call Texas like four and a half, five total in the game about 60, 60 and a half. What are your expectations for this game? Obviously huge playoff implications.
2: Yeah, these were the two teams. I mean, obviously, I like most coming into the season in the Big 12. And the reason being, actually, was the defensive side of the ball for both. I mean, Brent Venables, it's year two. I really like what they did with the transfer portal. You know, they did bring back some guys. um, But so far, so good. Now, Texas is going to be the best offense they've seen so far. But Texas, as good as they've been, and I do have a bunch of Texas futures, I have Ewers futures, but, like, as good as they've been, man, they've kind of struggled to replace Bijan, which makes sense. I mean he was a first round pick, right? One of the better college running backs we've seen the last decade plus. But their offensive line not getting much push as far as the run game. And like I said, Oklahoma's run defense has been pretty solid. You can hit him with explosive plays. But yours, you know, like as solid as the numbers are, he threw his first pick last week against Kansas. He struggled with the deep ball. I believe he's like four for 19 on passes, 20 or more yards down the field. So I think this is actually going to be a lower scoring game, kind of feel out process. So I like the under, there were some 61s available early on in the week. I think I saw 61 and a half. I like the under still at 60 and a half. You know, if we got out to like six, six and a half, I would like Oklahoma a little bit more, but at current price, I feel like the number's about right, and I'm sharing for Texas every single week, so I don't really want to get involved with the side. I do feel like there will be some good live betting opportunities in this game as far as the total. Like, I played the under, but that could be scary, right? With these two teams, it's the Red River Shootout, and we could see explosive play after explosive play. I feel like if Oklahoma jumps out to an early lead, say like 21-7, I'm going to live bet the over in this game, maybe get off the total. If You know, Texas goes up, though, in this game 21-7. I feel really good about the under. Might even look to live bet the under just because I think they could kind of take their foot off the gas, look to run the ball. And like I said, they're not really running the ball efficiently down to down right now. They're hitting some explosives, so the numbers look a little bit better, averaging five yards per carry. But, uh, yeah, all that to say, I like the under in this game. I can't wait for this one, though.
1: All right, so Horvy on the under with uh, Red River on Saturday with Oklahoma and Texas. Horvy, let's get your thought on Georgia and Kentucky with their number one-ranked Bulldogs, uh, a little bit more than a two-touchdown favorite against the Wildcats, 14-and-a-half. What do you like here, Georgia and Kentucky?
2: Yeah, it's funny because, like, everybody's down on Georgia, which makes sense. The last two weeks, they've had to kind of rally. They were down double digits in both games, and they're not as good as they've been. Like, you have to downgrade them on the offensive side of the ball. It's funny to say, but, like, Carson Beck, like, right now, he's not Stetson-Bennett. Um, I really like Brock Bowers, but also like georgia has been a little bit beat up. You know, they got a little bit healthier last week. They got McConkie back. And I feel like we can kind of get a good buy low opportunity. Now, again, you're laying more than two touchdowns right now. The numbers 14 and a half, which I think kind of tells you everything, right? Because Kentucky beat Florida. They ran all over them, which kind of surprised me. I kind of like Kentucky in the game because of their defense. Did not see that coming. But, um, you know, Kentucky, like if you look at the numbers, You know, that was really the first offensive explosion they've had this season. You know, Devin Leary, who I like coming over in the transfer portal, he's been off this season, not really connecting with his wide receivers. They've also had a bunch of drops. So I think this is a good buy-low opportunity on Georgia. I think they win and cover this game. So I like them at 14 and a half.
0: Ryan, I uh, I didn't have a lot of winners last week, but I had some success with Virginia Tech uh, home against Pitt. (laughs) It's always really great, like, yeah. Oh, we lost to Virginia Tech. Uh, our starting quarterback must now quit and become a tight end, which is what Pitt's starting quarterback basically did this week because they lost to Virginia Tech, which is really funny. Uh, looks like you might be interested in vatech here. Slightly different opponent, though, not playing Pitt anymore. Now it's Florida State, and the number obviously much bigger, uh, 24, so a little more than three touchdowns here. We on the dog in this game?
2: So what's funny is, like, with the Jerkovic really quick on that and Pitt, Last year, I went under on the win total. This year, I went over. And the reason I liked him so much was actually Djurkovic. And I just feel like a big idiot because he was so bad. Obviously, he's moving to tight end. And uh, they're not going to go over that win total. So I was really wrong about Pitt this season and doozy. So I'm I'm a dummy for that one. But this week, man, like what I don't like. Florida State, obviously, they're unbeaten right now. Um, they're atop everybody's power rankings. They're a top three team. But I still have a little bit of like, I have some concerns, right? Like I like Trey Benson, the running back. He added a little bit more muscle. And he's not as explosive. And their offensive line, even though they brought back a bunch of guys, not really getting a whole lot of push. And then defensively, they're giving up a bunch of explosive plays. Like we saw it in the first half against LSU. You know, they've been in some close games. Um, And Jordan Travis, I wonder how healthy he is. He's been playing the last couple weeks, but they got some big games coming up. I think Miami's a lot better than a lot of people expected. I actually think Miami's live in that game in a couple weeks. You know, they got Duke coming up. We'll see if Duke's going to have their quarterback for that game. But I could just see Florida State maybe going up in this game, kind of taking their foot off the gas, or maybe they get caught sleeping like we saw a couple times this season. So I thought 24 was way too many points. I grabbed that down to 23 and a half. I still like it. Um, I uh, I think Florida State wins this game, obviously, but I'd make it probably like 21 and a half, 22. Seems about right. You better
1: you- you better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. It's a phenomenal football Friday. And we love talking college football on the National Football League with our BetQL network teammate, the great Ryan Horvat, who you hear and watch weekday, seven to eleven PM Eastern on BetMGM tonight. And you gotta check him out every single Saturday morning during the college football season, nine AM Eastern, the BetQL tailgate kickoff. So that's tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, or if you're listening to this on Saturday, today. Also, maybe it's happened already, depending on the time of day that you're listening. Anyway, Saturday is 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Horvy has got you with the BetQL tailgate kickoff. Horvy, we'll go to the National Football League in a second, but one more college game from you. And I don't know if the people can see it with the way like the camera shot is right now, but I saw it when you were in queue before we came on. Uh, you've got like a Notre Dame hoodie on here. You're a Notre Dame fan, obviously. So fascinated to get your betting thought on Notre Dame's game against Louisville coming up tomorrow with the Irish about a six-and-a-half-point road favorite off of. Uh, Last week's Helter Skelter victory, obviously, against Duke. Uh, Thoughts here on Louisville and Notre Dame?
2: Yeah, I'm a big uh, Jeff Brown guy. And, you know, Louisville, they haven't really played anybody, but they're undefeated right now. What scares me is, like, Kind of the same thing that would scare me for Colorado this season. You know, like every game they're getting everybody's best shot. Every game is a huge game, and that's how it's been for Notre Dame really the last couple weeks. Like a couple weeks ago, we get our heart stripped out by uh, Ohio State, and then you turn around, you got to go on the road. Game days there, you lose. You know, you win against Duke, um, but you know it's Sam Hartman pretty much at the end of that game throwing the uh, entire Irish Catholic community on his back on a tough fourth down. You get the touchdown run from Estime to win the game, but. How many more games could you get up for? And then next week, they get USC. So Louisville, they've had extra time to prepare for this game. I think they're going to have some tricks up their sleeve. I just thought the number, I mean, the number actually seems about right. Like last week with Duke, the number seemed about right because Notre Dame is the more talented team. It's just a terrible spot, I feel, for them. Uh, They do get a little bit healthier. Like the one concern I have about them offensively, they could run the ball. The offensive line's been great. We know Sam Hartman's great. They have a really good tight end. But the wide receivers have not been very good. It's all freshmen. Their best wide receiver has been Chris Tyree, who's a converted running back. This week they do get a little bit healthier, so that's something to look out for. Jaden Thomas is back and uh, Jaden Greathouse, who are two of their better wide receivers. But I think Louisville's crowd is going to be juiced for this game. And like I said, I like Jeff Brown a lot. Uh, So I think they could keep this one close. I'm actually a little bit concerned that uh, they might be live in this game and Notre Dame might drop one here.
0: Yeah, Notre Dame, obviously, with USC and Caleb Williams coming up soon, so kind of like an interesting Notre Dame, just every game on their schedule is pretty massive when you look at how the schedule breaks down, so kind of an interesting spot there. Biggest game in the NFL on Sunday, Ryan. Obviously, Dallas, San Francisco, Sunday night football. Niners still like kind of in that three-and-a-half kind of a zone, basically. Um, Really, really, really interesting game. Obviously, we've seen a lot of these two teams play each other postseason last two years, a lot of the same parts involved, a lot of the same quarterbacks, coaches. Uh, What do you like here, Niners and Cowboys Sunday night?
2: Yeah, it's always scary, like Mike McCarthy against Kyle Shanahan, but I like Dallas a lot this season because of what they do on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you look at that pass rush. Obviously, the Diggs injury sucks, but I think they kind of figured some stuff out, obviously, last week on the defensive side of the ball, so I like their secondary still. And then San Francisco, uh, you know, as great as they've been, other than Trent Williams, nobody's really grading out all that well on the offensive on the offensive line, but nobody really pays attention because Brock Purdy's getting rid of the ball so quickly. Shanahan's a genius, but I think in this like this game this week, I kind of like the matchup for Dallas because the one area you could attack that defense is obviously across the middle, but Debo's a little bit banged up. And if that pass rush is getting home, especially if they don't have to blitz a whole lot and they're dropping extra guys back in coverage, I think, you know, I have George Kittle in fantasy, and there are weeks where obviously he doesn't produce because he's one of the better blocking tight ends in the league. If they're getting home with that pass rush, I think he might have to be used a little bit more in pass pro, which might limit some of the things across the middle. Maybe Purdy has to go to his second read a little bit more, makes a couple mistakes in this game. In Dallas, I know they've struggled a little bit, like, with the red zone offense, but they're getting a little bit healthier, man. Michael Gallup finally looks like Michael Gallup before he got injured in 2019 back to back 60 yard receiving games. Brandon Cooks is getting a little bit healthier as well. I like CD lamb. The one thing about them is they they need to make Tony Pollard the every down back even in the red zone like he he runs the hardest. But I like Dallas in this game. I actually think they win this game. The number seems about right at three and a half, three. But uh, I'm going to roll with the Cowboys in this one. I like them quite a bit.
1: All right. All right. So, Horvey with the Cowboys coming up on Sunday night against the San Francisco 49ers.
2: Uh, so, we go from a really great game to maybe
1: not a great one. But maybe one we can make some money on. And that's the Broncos and the Jets at Mile High on Sunday. Russell Wilson and the Broncos laying two and a half against Zach Wilson and the Jets. Totals 43 and a half. Horvey, any bets here with Denver and Gang Green?
2: I could be like completely off here, but I, I think we're like still overrating the Jets defense. Who's like outside the top 20 right now. And the reason being, I mean, it's hard to blame the defense. They're on the field constantly. It's like three and out after three and out. And Zach Wilson looked really good on prime time. All eyeballs were watching in a standalone game. So now everybody's feeling a little bit better about the offense. I'm really not. And I just feel like here's my narrative. Sean Payton, Like he can't lose this game after what he said about Nathaniel Hackett and like I'm a Green Bay fan. So I've seen plenty of Nathaniel Hackett who never called plays in Green Bay. I'm not a Nathaniel Hackett guy. I'm not a Jets guy without Aaron Rodgers on that field. Even if Aaron Rodgers does come back. I've seen enough from this team. So I'm actually going to roll with Denver. I think Denver's kind of figured some things out granted like you, you beat the Chicago Bears, but I don't know, maybe there's a little motivation there. Even though the defense has been so bad, dead last this season, I still think they win this game against New York. Uh, I'd take them at two and a half. I like that.
0: Ryan, we got like a, a minute left here. I you know, I know you're you're a fan of our show. We listen to you on Saturday morning and obviously coming up right after us on on BET MGM tonight. Uh I I love awards. I love season long bets, college football, pros, just like like betting, like those kind of markets. And I know you kind of you have an affinity for that too. So, 30 45 seconds. College, pro, anything. Season long awards, Super Bowl, whatever. Anything you like here. 30 45 seconds.
2: Yeah, really quick, I woke up and I was thinking about this. So I played a lot of Ewers Futures, right? And Dylan Gabriel, the numbers are pretty good. This is obviously, like I said, going to be the best defense he's going to see. I was thinking about this. If you think Oklahoma's live in this game, could win the Big 12, could sneak into the college football playoff with that defense, I you kind of have missed the price on Dylan Gabriel. But I don't think he's – I think it's kind of worth a look if you think Oklahoma's live in this game, which, again, the number – I thought, if anything, Ken, we were going to get closer to maybe like six, six-and-a-half, and I guess maybe we could still get there before kick. But this continues to come down, which surprises me a little bit. If Oklahoma wins this game, I think he might get some looks because I think Caleb Williams and USC are going to lose at least two games. And I think unless they go unbeaten, they're not going to want him winning back-to-back awards. And I could see every team in the Pac-12 getting clipped. And then who do you make the case for if yours does go down? So – I don't think that's worth, I don't think that's a bad look right now, Dylan Gabriel Heisman futures.
1: Our guy Ryan Horvath joining us here on You Better You Bet. You got to check out Horvath weekdays after us here on You Better You Bet with BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern time. But coming up, Tomorrow morning and every Saturday morning during the college football season, Horvy hosting the BetQL tailgate kickoff, 9 a.m. Eastern. Again, every single college football Saturday morning here on the BetQL Network. Horvy, we appreciate you, my friend. Get, have a great show tonight. Get some rest. Have a great show tomorrow. Good luck with the bets, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Good luck this weekend, guys.
1: The great Ryan Horvat joining us here on You Better, You Bet. All right, good stuff from our guests on the show. Now it's just you and me, buddy, for the next hour and 40 minutes. And coming up next... Get your tickets out because we're boarding the locomotive.